Hi everyone, I just wanted to drop into your feed and your ears really quickly and front load what is going to happen for this episode. So last week I recorded two episodes for the week previously to that and when I listened back to what I had recorded it basically sounded like I was underwater uh, and it just wasn't very clear and anyway we published the two episodes cleaning them up the best we could but when I was listening back to them later in the week I really wasn't happy with the quality and I was really disappointed because I was happy with the content, but the sound was just really, really bad. So what I decided to do is do something I've actually never done before, and that is scrap those two episodes. We deleted them and I am re-recording them today. So if you have already heard this content, if you've already heard the episode from last week, I am going to be going over the same stuff. Obviously, it's not going to be exactly the same just because... You know, it's a week later. I can't remember exactly what I said. I don't have a script in front of me. So it will be different, but we will be going through the same stuff and then I will do my new episodes after that. So that's just to let you know, I apologize in advance. And I also apologize if you did listen to those episodes and thought that, you know, they were a little bit off. Uh, It wasn't the same quality at all as the ones that I normally record. So I am crossing my fingers that today's episodes will be crystal clear in your ears and not sound like I am drowning or at the bottom of a moat somewhere recording them. So without any further ado, I would love to welcome you back to the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I am, of course, your host, Lauren Lee, K-beauty expert, founder of Style Story, your online go-to where you can shop, learn, and explore the world of Korean skincare, and your guide to what is going on in K-beauty news headlines. So to jump straight into it, the top headlines were that iconic Korean skincare store, La Lavla, is closing its doors. So if you haven't been to Korea for a while, you may not have realized or noticed some of the things that I have been noticing over the past few years. And so firstly, what happened was back in about 2017, La changed its name. So it was originally Watson's. So the same Watson's that is in uh Malaysia, Hong Kong, Taiwan. It was Watson's. And then they changed the name to La Lavla, which was a little bit confusing, but they did that because it had originally been purchased as a joint venture. And then GS Retail, who was a local uh, player in the Korean market, acquired it in 2017. So they changed the name. And a few years ago, they had as many as 200 stores. Like it was really easy to come across La Lavla. And what I have been noticing in the past couple of years is just that it's harder and harder to find the stores. It used to be that you could pretty much stumble across them walking around Seoul. And that has not been the case for quite a while. Only a couple of months ago, I was looking for something that only La Lavla stocked. And I typed it into my neighbor map, which is our version, I guess, of Google map here in Korea. And I was shocked that the nearest one to me was 
ages away. And that never used to be the case. So it turns out that the business has been in all sorts of trouble for a couple of years now. Only 34 stores remain in the post-pandemic era, if we can call it that. I mean, we're still kind of in it, but, you know, the worst of it is is technically, fingers crossed, I'm probably jinxing us, aren't I? All right, let, let's just say... Where we're currently at in 2022, only 34 stores remain. And it turns out that their sales have just been decimated. It Sales fell by as much as 40% in some quarters. So what that has led is GS Retail to make the decision to just close the business altogether. Uh, And so that will happen by the end of November 2022. And the reason that this is pretty problematic for the local market is because it leaves CJ Olive Young with a monopoly. So LOPS, Love, Health and Beauty, I think was what the acronym was, and that was owned by the Lotte Group. That has already basically disappeared. They don't do standalone stores anymore. They have pulled back all the LOPS so that they're inside a Lotte, maybe Bequajom, a department store or something like that. But you need to be at a Lotte to find LOPS. And so the Lavla was one of the last bastions, I guess, in that similar category of the market that had lots of different brands uh, and at a similar price point. Of course, we have, you know, places like Shakur, places like Sephora, but they really are at a different end of the market. uh, And, you know, they have... um, a much bigger selection of Western brands as well, whereas La Lavla, Lops, uh, and then obviously the CJ Olive Young stores are much more focused on K-beauty and at the lower end of the market, very cheap and accessible. So once La Lavla disappears, it's just going to mean a lot less choice and a lot less ability to shop around for consumers here offline. Now, obviously, a lot of the products that they stock, you can buy direct from the, uh, the brand. Like the brands will usually have their own websites. Uh, so it's not to say that you can't get the products there anymore. But if you're wandering around Seoul uh, and you've got some money burning a pocket, a hole in your pocket, you're not going to be able to stumble across a store like this. And that's a real shame because I must say, personally, Watson's used to be one of my favorites. I found like they, I felt like they had a really awesome selection that, you know, maybe some of the others didn't have. Uh, And I also just really loved the way that they set out their stores, but evidently, too few people were making uh, their purchases offline in the last couple of years. And that has really, really damaged uh, the brand to the point where GS has basically said, you know what, this is not working. We need to just focus on our core business, which is their convenience stores. So they're going to close their their offline stores. So that is bad news if you were like me and also did like to visit uh, stores like that when you're shopping around. Uh, One thing I will say is a lot of the conglomerates do have their own little selections of offline stores, uh, but it's not the same thing as shopping at a place like La Lavla. So for example, in Korea, you'll find Aditam, but Aditam is actually just a whole bunch of Amore Pacific products because that's who owns Aditam. So that is not the same. Like go for gold if you love like Laneige or brands like that. But if you are wanting to shop outside the Amore Pacific umbrella, you won't find 
other products there. Uh, and the same goes for Nunk, N-U-N-K, which is Abel CNC's one that's that stocks predominantly Misha and Apia uh, because that's their brands. I've seen other stuff at Nunk before, but like they're not huge. They don't have anywhere near the breadth or scope of stores offline that La Lavla had. So I, for one, was really sad to see that in the news uh, last week. So that is uh, what has been going on here in terms of offline retail. Now, the other thing that made the news headlines last week was yours truly. So I was actually interviewed a couple of weeks ago by Better Homes and Gardens, and they actually published two different articles. One was Uh, an article running through my top tips for Korean facial massage to help eliminate bloating and puffiness. And then the second article was an article with a couple of different experts talking about how to make yourself look less tired after you've had a night with no sleep. So I'll have links to both of those in the show notes. You can go and check them out if you are after some tips and tricks. I also did a podcast episode a while back just on Korean facial massage. So scroll back through your feed if you're particularly interested to learn more about that uh, because we had a whole dedicated episode to it. I'm going to say not that long ago, but you know what time, who knows, it could have been last year. Scroll your way through and you will find one called something like Korean face massage or Korean facial massage. Now, the other really, really interesting article that caught my attention was an article by CNN reporting on the trend of virtual influencers in Korea. Now, at at first I was kind of like virtual influencers aren't all influencers virtual, but it turns out that they are talking about a specific type of fake CGI generated influencer. What they have done is essentially create an AI character and they post about it online as though the girl was real. They're girls, two of the ones that were mentioned in the article. One is Lucy, which was created by Lotte Home Shopping, and the other one is Rosie. Now, I've got links to their Instagram accounts in the show notes, and honestly, it is wild. These people look, hundred to me, 100% real. They look like they've had surgery, but they don't look like fake humans. And essentially they're like going about their day in inverted commas. They are, you know, doing things, they're going on holidays and they're posting about it. And the companies have created these fake influences, these virtual influences on purpose. And a couple of the reasons that they gave for having created them is that first up, unlike real influences that often find themselves like embroiled in scandals, these ones are completely scandal free. They never come out with, you know, crazy videos about, you know, beef or tea or anything going down because obviously they're fake, right? And the other thing is they never age. So they can stay the same age forever, which is kind of creepy that you would want them to, but that's a different story. Uh, And the other reason that the companies were giving about why they prefer these type of influencers to the real thing is because they were saying they're much easier or cheaper to shoot content with because they don't require model fees, makeup, hair, destination, catering, all of that sort of thing. And then there's all the post editing and whatnot. Uh, And yeah, so that was one of the reasons that they were giving. 
They liked the fact that they didn't age. Uh, And, you know, the article kind of touched on a little bit, well, is this problematic? Because all of these fake influencers, these CGI, AI, you know, influencers, they have that really typical K-beauty look with like the perfect skin, the glossy hair, the big eyes. Like it's quite an unattainable uh, beauty standard. And the companies were obviously pushing back on it going, no, 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 like there's nothing to see here. That's not problematic at all. But it is just so crazy to me that there is a market for this. Like I get that at the top of the market, influencers are really expensive and, you know, you've got all kinds of contractual things that you have to go through with them. And of course, they're real people, so they can push back on you and, you know, cause headaches for the companies and all of that sort of thing. But it's so crazy to me that this is like the solution to that and the people are going for it. Like in the article, they were actually talking to people who interact with these fake influencers online. And one girl was like, oh, I feel like I have a relationship with her. And I'm just like, it's it's really really strange to me. Um, but I'm not sure if you guys agree. Go and check out the links. I'm going to post them to these two influencers and tell me what you think. Like, is this strange? Is this totally fine? Do you think visually they're problematic in any way? I'm really curious to hear your thoughts because for me, I was just like, that is so far. But anyway, evidently I may be alone in my, in my thoughts there. Now, the next uh, question I had for this week's question of the week, one of our listeners was asking, what is your favorite serum for calming redness? Uh, And this is a really great question, but I couldn't actually answer it in like just a sentence or two because what serum or which serum will work best to get rid of redness really depends on what's causing it in the first place. Uh, Redness can mean a lot of different things in skincare. Could be rosacea, could be, is it just general acne, the acne scars? Is it inflammation, sensitivity, a product allergy? Like there's so many reasons that our skin can go red. Uh, It could even be that you've mixed two ingredients that don't play very nicely together and have had a bit of a reaction. So what I will say is I'll give a couple of different options for serums that are great depending on what particular uh, problem is causing it. So first up, the general sensitivities. June Miso has a really nice product called Super Soothing Seeker and Aloe Facial Serum. And why I really like this one is because it has 41% of Seeker Centella in it and 31% of aloe leaf extract. So it's going to give you really great calming results and the formula will work on all skin types as well. So that's a nice one. If you really want to offer your skin additional cooling benefits, you can even keep that one, store it in the fridge. Uh, so that's one. If you are suffering from something like moderate acne, then Axis Y, they have a product called Dark Spot Correcting Glow Serum, and that's a 5% niacinamide serum. And it's really great for, uh, a lot of different things for acne, for dark spots, for uneven skin tone. And that's because it does contain niacinamide. Uh, It also has squalane in it, which is a plant derived ingredient. And it's really good for helping the skin to retain moisture. Uh, If 
your red marks are caused by, uh, for example, acne. So after you get acne breakouts, oftentimes you'll have red marks left over and those can really take a while to go away. Uh, And one thing that you can do to sort of say goodbye to those spots a little bit quicker and just help the skin recover is use a vitamin C serum. And Innisfree has one called True Care Vitamin C 20. And that will be a really good one for people like that that do have marks left over the only thing i would say is 20 percent vitamin c is a very high percentage so if you have something like rosacea if you have really sensitive skin or really irritated skin i would skip that it's probably going to be too high and opt for something with less uh off the top of my head i know that puritos pure vitamin c only has five that is going to be a much better option for people with sensitivities Uh, and last but not least if you've just got general redness general sensitivities and general just skin that is hating life one product that i used I couldn't tell you, maybe eight to 10 bottles of uh, a few years ago, and I really loved it, was iUnix Tea Tree Relief Serum. My skin was just playing up. I had constant problems. And this one, my skin just drank up. It really, really liked it. It has 67% of tea tree and 20% of Asiatica as well as Portu Laka extract. So that is a really nice product, uh, and it doesn't have fragrance in it, which is going to be good if your skin is really, you know, barrier damaged all of those sorts of things. So hopefully one of those products will be a a good fit for you. Uh, And guys, if you do have a question that you would like answered for question of the week, then please feel free to submit it. You can do that either to admin at stylestory.com.au, which is our general email address. You can come and find me on the gram. I am at lauren.kbeauty. You can pop it in the Facebook group, wherever you would like to and we can answer it on the show. Uh, If you want to, um, you know, just if you don't want to answer it on the show or you want to be anonymous, that's totally fine. Just let us know and we can can answer it any way that you would like. Now, the new K-Beauty releases. So two ones that I really wanted to share with you because I know that some of you will love these. The first was we've expanded our collection of Laneige lip sleeping masks. So we've now got the grapefruit, the mint choco and lime apple so if you are a fan of the original berry flavor but want to try a different scent or a different color go and check them out on the style story website stylestory.com.au and the second one is coelph's rose petal hand masks and these are just divine little masks that have uh, a print on them a floral print like they almost look like gloves and they are designed specifically to treat your hands so dry hands, cracked nail beds, just nails that aren't in very good condition. It's like a mini day spa experience. These are so bougie and pretty, but they're not expensive. And I think they are going to be the perfect gift. If you're wanting to put together a little pamper pack for someone, maybe your mum, your mother-in-law, maybe someone that's just had a baby, whatever, you know, kind of little, um, I guess, you know, take a moment out and just relax kind of gift that you're putting together. These would be so perfect. I think they're so cute. Uh, So go and check them out as well. Now, in terms of our new K-Beauty reviews, we had a whole bunch. Uh, So we've picked some out to share. Now, 
The first one was from one of our Testers Club members. So the Testers Club product for this round was 23 years old Aqua Baobab modeling masks. And we've had heaps of reviews come through from our Testers Club members. Uh, we are about to launch the next round of Testers Club. So if you haven't already, make sure that you sign up to Style Stories newsletter list so that you can be on the list when the next round opens. If you're interested in testing out some new products, sharing your honest opinions of them. That is what Testers Club is all about. So this was a four-star review and our tester said, I was lucky enough to try this mask as part of the Testers Club, but I'll be honest, the first time I tried it, I found it a little bit painful mixing and applying it, but then the results left me with the glowiest dewy skin. The second time I really enjoyed the experience, it has a real sensorial feel. As this mask takes time to work, it's best to leave for a day when you're not in a rush or for a self-care day. The sachets are very generous too. One could probably spread over two uses. So thank you very much to our Testers Club member there. We have three more reviews. One was for April B's Collagen Propolis Eye Cream. This was a five-star review and it said the best eye cream in the world. I have such dry skin around my eyes and have tried so many different eye creams to look less tired slash younger. I cannot recommend this collagen eye cream enough. It feels so creamy and smooth on my skin and it also helps my makeup sit a lot better around my eye area. Uh, so thank you very much to our reviewer there. Uh, another one we had, uh, five star for Tosung's Spot Whitening Vitaclinic Cream. And this reviewer said, my favorite K-Beauty product. I cannot rave about this product enough. I use it every day and my skin absolutely soaks it up. Huge call, but... It's my all-time favorite K-Beauty product. So thank you very much for sharing that with us. Uh, and last but not least, we had a review for April B's Vitamin C Serum. And our reviewer said, love this Vitamin C Serum. This serum is so great. It leaves my skin looking so much clearer and brighter. I feel so much more comfortable going makeup free now. Isn't that just the goal? I love those days when you're just like, I don't need makeup. I look great. <laughs> so thank you so so much to everyone that did leave their review. I would love for you guys to do the same so that you can collect your sweet, sweet rewards points. Uh, and before I get into this week's recommendation of the week, I'm going to share one of the reviews that was left for the show. And our reviewer said, the most up-to-the-minute K-Beauty podcast. It's so difficult to find current news and information on what's trending in K-Beauty when you're living in the West. If you're tired of hearing about snail mucin, Lauren's podcasts hosted directly from Seoul are super informative and completely up to speed with what's actually going on in the K-Beauty world at the moment. So thank you very much for sharing your review uh, and if you didn't already share yours you can do that in your favorite podcast app as well now look my recommendation for the week and I know a lot of you have already heard about this and seen this uh, but if you haven't already Korea has experienced some of the worst flooding in 80 years uh, particularly around Seoul and Gyeonggi which is the province sort of surrounding Seoul. So if you haven't already seen what's been going on, we've had uh, subway stations flooding, the Han River broke its banks, just a lot of damage and sinkholes 
and things like that. So I popped a few photos in our Korea, Korean Beauty Show chat Facebook group. Uh, but if you haven't already, go and check out some of those. It's been a very, very brutal couple of weeks weather-wise. It pretty much just hasn't stopped raining and that has caused a whole lot of damage. Uh, we've had some people lose their lives as well, which has been really, really awful. Uh, and thankfully has prompted the government to say that from now on, over the next 20 years, they're actually going to work to uh, phase out the half basement and basement apartments that a lot of people live in just because they're very dangerous and unsafe when it floods. And that was actually how three people were killed. Uh, so if you've seen the movie Parasite, you will know that the poorer family in that film, their basement apartment or their half basement apartment flooded when it rained. And the family that ended up losing their lives here in Korea actually lost their life basically in that situation. So it's just awful. But the good news is that the government has said, okay, we can't get rid of them immediately because they account for something like 7% of the available uh, real estate in Seoul. So we can't just scrap them today, but we will work over the next, you know, two decades to phase them out and give people safer places to live. So if there's one good thing that has come from the floods, it is that, but the damage has been quite severe this time. So that will be my recommendation for the week. And I will be back in your ears with our deep dive episode, which is actually a requested episode from one of our Style Story customers. So stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, I will see you on Style Story. Bye.